3: Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Billy McFartrend. Cause our boy BB. from Firefest is back. Back at it again. <laughs> ah, we will get it to that. it a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But first, I must tell you that I am Jack, and that well, that is my good friend Miles. Yes. Miles Gray. How are you doing, yes. sir?
1: I'm great. I'm great. How are you?
3: Oh man. So oh I I would not. No, I can't I can't do anything my last name. I was gonna say I wouldn't be O'Brien O'Brien. I uh, Ob- say I'm also doing it. Yeah. It's, a mess.
1: You it's try. a mess. You try. Yeah. Too many Support. syllables. What's trending? Let's get to that part. Let's talk about Dr. Rob. Yeah, he's trending because obviously his show was canceled when he what? wanted to try and be a senator. Oh right. And right. now apparently he is quote. Groveling to everyone he knows to try and get the uh, daytime talk show back. I just want to be famous again. If you remember, he did his whole show dirty. He's oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm off this. He Y'all fired are
3: everybody, or like he yeah. was like, we're gonna keep it going. We might keep it going, but then everyone was like, yeah. But then we came to work and there was nothing for us to do because the show didn't exist anymore.
1: Yeah, and it's apparently like his uh, producers won't talk to him. Uh, because he's, quote, too toxic for TV, another source said, quote, "He can't even get a word with his former producers. Dr. Oz is a social creature who likes to hear himself talk, and it's beginning to dawn on him that he's just now not wanted in Hollywood circles anymore.
3: Mm. Well, at least so, he has all that money he can fall back on, except he didn't he spend a shitload of his own money
1: on he did, but I'm sure he's I'm sure he's, he's fine. Probably fine anyone who's on TV selling snake oil all days typically, you know,'s got a decent thing yeah but i think his daughter did his daughter take over for this like whatever they they're they're, they're
3: he'll fine. probably become like the michael flynn of the medical establishment you know just like out here oh right saying wild shit just like popping up every time there's like an attempted insurrection or something to try and like lend it gravitas because he's just he's got he's got that thing that trump and elon musk and kanye and all, all the you know most toxic narcissists have. He just doesn't have the uh, charisma, I think no. is the word for it.
1: And also, he just self... I mean, John Fetterman and that campaign basically blew him out of the water, like optics-wise, that no one is going to like look at Dr. Oz the same. It's like we've agreed that he's so out of touch, it's like hilarious. He doesn't really know much. Then all that shit came out about like the medical research killing like pets came out, and people were like, what the fuck? Like 300 dogs? Then there was like... There's also that picture of him at a fundraiser on the campaign trail where he like spoke in front of a fucking car Hitler owned, like with oh, a swastik on it. It was like in the background. And you're like, yeah.
3: Guys, I don't, I don't know this stuff. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, he, he also looks for somebody who's like so, who tried to campaign on being like so healthy. He does feel like he might be one of those people who starts rotting. Like it, for some reason, I foresee a lot of bad plastic surgery in his future you know oh, like he looks he, great I'm seeing like Smeagol coming out from the inside of him as he ages like oh, uh like okay. Gollum you know we'll see like Ring of Powers type shit anyways I think people got it after my first reference but I made three different ones just to make sure you you knew that I was talking about Smeagol
1: what was his name before did he Gollum? have Gollum was wait him? but what his man forget it we're not about to do this
3: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, go <on>. um, <laughs> Hey, speaking of Lord of the Rings, King James... Well, like, what James, was his last
1: name? Does Smeagol have a last name? I'm sorry.
3: Oh, I don't know. I, the know Only I mean? one of those books I read was The Hobbit when I was a like Oh,
1: Smeagol Traholt was his oh, name. Oh, for real? I guess.
3: <laughs> producer Brian said Jenkins. Yeah, uh, Smeagol Jenkins, man. We all remember <laughs> Smeagol Jenkins.
1: He used to play rhythm guitar for Aretha Franklin. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> all right. Anyways, King James, uh, not from the Lord of the Rings book. But oh. from uh, the NBA, he had an unflattering article written about him in the L.A. Times asking, is LeBron in decline now? Yeah, he's and,
1: struggling in clutch time. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. He's look, leave him, leave him alone. He's about to be 38. We're doing our best at this age. OK,
3: he's still pretty good. He, he put up 30. I something. think I mean, he's he's definitely not who he was before, which yeah. is the most predictable thing of all time.
1: He's at that crossroads where he's gonna like he really is gonna have to begin adapting his game a little bit more. You know, I think that's yeah. that's that's what we're seeing. I don't know. I mean, I was having a meltdown watching that game. To be honest, I'm not as calm about. It. Was like, what is this? Jack was just saying how nice that jump shot was, and then I know I jinxed it. you. I'm sorry. It's all good. I no, it's it's it was me, Jack. I didn't wear my special shorts <laughs> that day, and that's what derailed it. Not your comment.
3: I haven't put that Sixers hat on and. In- Almost, it, you know, it's been like six months. Yeah. So, and they're starting to put it together. So Exactly.
1: And you took it to Mount Doom and you threw it in the fires there. I did. Fellowship of the hat.
3: On the other hand, Bull Bull, who was just traded to Orlando or signed by Orlando for very little money. Yeah. Um, seven foot two player who is now in his fourth season. His high scoring game prior to this in his first three seasons was 11. And he is just on the regular putting up like 24 points and looks just so good and confident. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I love seeing that like Manute Bull's son yeah, is now his name is Bull Bull and he's just, just starting to look like a very capable basketball player. It's I like it's just always funny when you're like, I used to watch your daddy play. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally how I feel. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, go ahead, young Manu Bowl son, who's 23, born in '99.
3: But it's nobody. I don't know. It, my favorite thing about the NBA is how little anybody knows. Everybody's stupid and wrong about everything, which is yeah. fun because the the over the overarching like tendency of among NBA analysts and NBA talking heads, your Stevens, a Smith, uh, is to just be real confident and loud and like angry that anyone would disagree with them and. People are just so stupid. Like, nobody saw this. The, the people who are paid millions of dollars to run these teams were like, I don't know, you want bowl, bowl? Yeah. Like, fine, whatever. And then this guy's like,
1: going to be really, really good. Coming into his own. Day yeah. by day. Day by day.
3: Day by day. Palo Caro, who is his teammate in uh, Orlando, who is going to be the rookie of the year probably if he stays healthy, was saying everyone talks about the Victor dude. I'm not trying to compare them, but Bowles seven foot two, shoots threes, brings it up the court, makes passes and blocks shots. I feel like people kind of forget about him, but Bowles a freak of nature. Talking about, of course, about Victor Wembanyama, who is the most exciting player in the NBA, despite the fact that he's not in the NBA yet. <laughs> He's yeah. still playing in a fresh professional league, but he's going to be the number one pick next season. He's seven foot five and plays like a guard. Uh, a is not quite there. I also am saying this, this is my, my hypothesis. Go ahead. Chest out, it, chest out. I think bowl bowl has been watching Victor Wembingama and I, I don't think he's being like, Ooh, I didn't know you could do that with the basketball, but I'm, Thinking.
1: Yeah, he's like, I he's, can actually do that with a basketball. Yeah, so I can't do, I do that, that
3: with a basketball. <laughs> and like this dude is doing it in games and just like getting a little bit of confidence in the way that NBA player, like each season players, like build their game on top of past games. And yeah. like everyone just keeps getting better. I think, you know, Bones Highland is building his game on top of John ja Morant and Bull Bull might be building his game on top of Victor yamas a little bit. Uh, just in terms of inspiration, not yeah. like,
1: huh. Hey, yeah, he's stealing could... everything he does. Or, it's like, it's <laughs> yeah. like when you make music or you're an artist, right? Like you see, yeah, exactly. you're like, I don't know if anybody's really fucking with the kind of stuff I make. And then you see, wait, I'm like this artist. Oh, yeah. if people do like it. It's inspiring to just be like, no, let me embrace my skills. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Embrace exactly. away, Bull Bull.
3: Hear more half-baked hypotheses like that on Miles and Jack on Mad Boost.
1: Yes. The only talking heads that know they're stupid.
3: Yes. We're getting stupider by the day. I think our show is really finding our voice. And by that, I mean, we're embracing how stupid we are. Yes. Yeah. Fun show. Uh, All right. Let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about a law enforcement
1: worker. Oh, what does that mean?
4: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.
2: Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic.
0: Jerry had died of AIDS, and
1: it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex.
5: But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught. A history of courage and perseverance.
4: I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it.
5: And it was a history full of love.
0: The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible.
5: And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. From iHeart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeart Radio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever, I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: And we're back. And the phrase law enforcement worker is trending because a former cop. Committed a heinous crime uh, where after catfishing a teenage girl traveled across the country, kidnapped her, killed her family, burnt their house down, got in a shootout with the cops in which he was killed. But the headlines didn't want to call him a former cop, so they called him a uh, it was revealed he was a law enforcement worker at one time.
1: A Virginia. This is the NBC tweet. A Virginia law enforcement worker has been killed in a shootout with deputies after he allegedly murdered the mother and grandparents of a teenage girl he catfished online before trying to escape with the teen. I think you call that kidnapping, kidnapping as I believe. well. And the teen would indicate that they are a minor. Yes. So you can also call that a child. Yes. Um, but, hey, this is again, this is the work. That the media does to like protect the policing class to to like obscure it to the point rather than saying a former state trooper law enforcement person uh, did this nonsense. So uh, like a lot of people are just like, holy shit, like are, are, are your backs hurting from carrying this much water for them?
3: Yeah, I mean, the, I feel like the one time that people acknowledged it was a former cop was the Golden State Killer. But like they didn't acknowledge how much this motherfucker was a cop. Like they knew he was a cop the whole time because he was using his access to being a cop to commit right. all the crimes and sexual assaults. Um, and then, but they also, there are so many cops that like, he wasn't on a list of like nine, eight thousand names of potential suspects that investigators right. had called over the years. Uh, I remember the, there's a quote from like when they revealed who it was, they said, I don't think this guy was really ever a cop he he used that to further what he really did but i think if you look under like most unsolved cases you'll find a cop and also probably a bunch of solved ones that yeah. the cop who did it was just able to pin it on somebody like it's it's fucking wild how corrupt law enforcement is in this country probably yeah. most countries
1: i'm sure our minds will be blown at like what the overlap is for for that kind of thing you know because it's like it's not like a gardener pulled off the greatest financial scam of all time it's the people that work in finance that know how to like finesse those things Mm -hmm. um so i'm sure that information could be useful to someone like that especially if you're a a serial killer like that one guy yeah maybe police shouldn't be a thing hey how about social safety nets and less hand-me-downs from the war times but anyway Mm -hmm. yeah this is. Just, again, another example of, uh, like, eye-watering copaganda. Like, it's just so weird to even say... It's just, like, don't even say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just be, like, some guy, Virginia man. Yeah. You know, a man from Virginia. (laughs) I don't know why I'm like, y'all are fucking... This is so weird. (laughs) Well, it makes
3: it seem like he delivered the mail at the police station or was like a janitor or something
1: which and there's apparently an added layer of complexity here because he had just became active like at the beginning of this year and then resigned a few months later and then some people suspect that maybe he was like kept on some kind of payroll just not as a trooper anymore which like that's why they said it but then it raises more questions of like what did this guy do exactly that he had to resign but also like what's going like what what there's just more to this and i'm sure it's only gonna get worse
3: yeah, it'll come out in foyers. Um, Billy McFarland, uh, yeah. namesake of this episode, Mr. Firefest, back at it again. Uh, but this time, I think we can trust what he's saying because it involves the metaverse.
1: Yes, and it also involves returning to the Exumas in the Bahamas, the scene of Fire Festival. On his TikTok, he's like, yo, i got this new project going on. It's called Pirate. Uh-oh, y'all. He's going to abscond I mean, with your booty.
3: Miles, it's called Pert. It's called Pert. Okay, Y R T. Let's
1: let's okay. I don't think he's just a fan of Neil Pert. Okay? okay. I have a feeling. This is, let's just hear it from Billy. This is his new project. Guys, please forget about Fire Festival where I just stole money from people and left people ass out in the Bahamas because I promised them things. This is a new thing. they called Pier.
3: And also he's replacing an I with a Y, like he did last time, because he's like, it's part of my brand. Hell yeah. Here we go. Not a festival. Pirate it's not is not an a... event,
0: and oh. it's definitely not a metaverse. Oh,
3: this is Ray... Pirate yeah.
0: is a technology that I've been working on for the past couple of years, called the VIDR, the Virtual oh. Immersive Decentralized Reality. So, what the VIDR is, is a technology that brings together and connects people from around the world, both virtually and physically. Then, once they're together, it allows people to actually affect real-world change. So, this all—wow! Like a protest? that is
3: they say fascism is just like the (laughs) machinations of capital using like the actual like the tactics of the left to for their own ends
1: so so y'all get together and pay money to affect change okay go on billy because this so far sounds like a straight up scam because the second you said decentralized whatever the fuck go on
0: starts with pirate partnering with a small remote destination where we will host a handful of artists content creators entrepreneurs and any of you guys who end up joining the pirate crew alongside this location we'll launch a live virtual replica of the island where (laughs) anybody from around the world can not only watch what's happening live but they can actually come together with their friends to affect and even own the real world adventures
1: anyway just just nonsense. And then he's showing
3: us a picture of an island again.
1: Yep, this guy in his fucking islands. Wow, just go work at Islands Ooh. the restaurant, <laughs> okay? And watch the surf videos on a loop. Bring me my uh, what do, what I used to like there, the yaki. That's what I like to eat there, and my cheese fries, please. Mm. I don't know if they have islands anywhere else, but that's a that's a LA, or I think something.
3: Yeah, it's like a local chain restaurant.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it ain't crypto or it ain't the metaverse but it is
3: and like, you they will launch a replica of the island that you can visit in virtual reality and that will somehow so like people will be swimming in the water and then you'll just like get to like go over and hover over them with no legs like in the metaverse or yeah
1: what, interesting. i don't know there's also like you can buy like a jacket for 250 dollars
3: Wait, there's a jacket involved?
1: There's a website that says you can buy buy a $250 pirate jacket, but this is the fucking wild part. $50 from every $250 pirate jacket will go towards paying people owed money in the Bahamas and to pay back the people McFarland defrauded in the fire
3: festival. Hell yeah, man. You're guys just, just doing what he does.
1: You're just fucking grifting to pay the last one off now, too. Like, y'all got these jackets, man, too. Like, look, I'm trying to get your money, but I need these jackets to move. Uh, it's fucking, it's, it's dark, it's dark out there, y'all.
3: So he's out of prison, it, it would appear. This is not, like, something he set up in a prison.
1: I don't know. I mean, knowing how, like, those kinds of, like, white-collar criminals go to prison. I'm like, that yeah. could be a prison for all I know. He also know does would-
3: have socks on for some reason, no shoes in the video.
1: Yeah, but that's what's wild is where it's so, like, nebulous, but he insists this isn't a metaverse festival, but it takes place in the metaverse, and it's a festival.
3: Damn, so Producer Brian's pointing out. All right, so he is spelling this P-Y-R-T. Uh-huh. Uh, if all of those are capitalized, <laughs> you erase the tip of the P, and you...
1: Add a couple lines to that. Add a tee. couple
3: lines and erase a couple lines, and you got,
1: you got fire. fire.
3: He just he just took the. He's trying to resell the, the shit from Fire Festival.
1: Can you imagine if are the pirate jackets just like janky altered Fire <laughs> Festival <laughs> jackets scribbled over? No, please, no me digas, no. <laughs> oh my god y'all this could be one of the I, oh Yo. shit i don't know i mean someone wow, needs to post wow. this
3: immediately brian i think we
1: yeah somebody do that it. y'all are gonna y'all are gonna do numbers on twitter uh, yeah. if you just put that up there just i mean site
3: like, super producer brian from daily
1: Zeitgeist. and also like make it racist so elon will like elevate it through that <laughs> yeah, yeah we gotta go viral here. you can, yeah raise, you know we need the listeners
3: baby um <laughs> All right. And finally, Liver King. Our king has been a lot of King talk today. King James being dethroned. And now is a bad day for Kings because the Liver King, who is an influencer who, you know, looks like a cartoon drawn by a you know like in in those like homoerotic comics from the eighties, like He Man. It looks like a He Man cartoon,
1: you know. He's ripped he's ripped in ways that you cannot fathom. Yeah, yeah. But you're like, this is impossible.
3: His claim is he's all natural. All he does is eat raw liver, which is bad for him.
1: It's very no, bad. Jack, look at that fucking frame, bro.
3: So he just got busted for having thousands of dollars of human growth hormone. And it's revealed, obviously, like he's on the most steroids that anyone's ever been on. And, yeah. and it's all a scam. But Turns this out. is very popular. There's a huge part of the man influencer uh internet where it's just yeah. you know lonely men who are just need somebody to tell them to like take a walk every day and you know wake up at the same like they mix in good advice with shit like eat raw liver to make yourself incredibly strong just bullshit you know yeah. and buy and buy our nutraceuticals <laughs>
1: Dude, twelve thousand dollars worth of human growth hormone per month to keep up your grift—that eating just fucking raw meats is the key to you looking like some thousand dollars. That's man, America's unsustainable. Gotta, like whatever, do your thing, man. If you if you saw this fucking guy and you're like, oh shit, that's where I'm fucking up. <laughs> I need to look like some kind of fucking extra from you know three hundred or some shit and eat my liver beef. He's uh,
3: too he's too much for three hundred. Three hundred would have been like, ah no, nah, man. A little more that lean. Doesn't, that doesn't look realistic.
1: He's um, like, what are you doing? 12K worth of HGH, bro? Come <laughs> on, man. Are you sponsored by Balco? What's going on here? Where's hey, where where's Barry Bonds at? You with him too? <laughs>
3: uh all right. The liver king is dead long live. The liver king. Those are some of the things that are trending on this tuesday november 29th we are back yes, yes. tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show until then be kind to each other be kind to yourselves get the vaccine get the flu shot yeah. wild out, you um Fair don't do nothing real. about white supremacy and we will talk to y'all tomorrow bye
2: bye